yeah. With his black guinea, he walks in the dead of night. Only way to see him is if he's lit up by street lights. He's slightly taller than the average human height, but the shadow we cast might easily. Welcome back from theballerlifestyle.com. It is the Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast, a little special thing we do from time to time. I'll be honest, not typically during this the Bachelorette season because the Bachelorette, I mean the Bachelor is a pretty bad show in general. It's not it's not a good show. I don't find it entertaining at all. But you kind of get into it because there's like a few honeys on there and then they start fighting and you get into what they're fighting about and you're like, hey, she's pretty hot. And then like a couple of them grow on you over the season where you're like, hey, I don't remember her. And all of a sudden you're into her. Um, So it's like I can get into The Bachelor. The Bachelorette, it's like the same catty chicks except they're dudes and have abs. And it's just not as exciting for me and especially this season. So, But I do – I. I do want to hear from you guys. Like, if you want us to do cover this season of The Bachelorette, I mean, I can be persuaded to do more content. But it's just, well, let's let's just see how this goes. Let's maybe I can be talked into it during the show. Uh, I am joined now by the regular Bachelor correspondent for this show, the guy that I always do these Bachelor shows with. Of course, that's Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. And we are blessed, as we have been many times on this show, in different capacities, by the world's foremost bachelor expert, resource, insider, whatever you want to call him. If you're at all involved in the world of bachelor life, you know who this person is. Reality Steve. We know him as Steve Carbone. He joins us now. Steve, what is up? Thanks for joining us. What's up, guys? Uh, as as much as I'm disappointed that this isn't a Cobra Kai podcast, uh, anything Bachelorette related, uh, I'm, I'm in. Count me in. We very much appreciate that. You are our <laughs> resident expert on, on both subjects. And I think, I think there may be a Cobra Kai episode in the future for this show. So listeners should stay tuned for that. We're definitely putting that on the books as soon as I can find the time to force myself to watch it. Uh, okay, Jason, I, I'll be honest. I caught about the first maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes of the first episode. And then I caught maybe about the first hour and 10 minutes of the second episode. Um, there, there's a, there's an obvious gay guy. There's a, there's a lot of super fucking yoked black guys. Uh, everybody's in really good shape. There's one dude that, that looks, he looks like a lion. He's got like a Fabio look. He's got really long hair and a beard. He's my fucking favorite. Like if that guy's going to the end, if we can predict a good long run, I believe he's, I believe his name is Leo. If, if Leo's going to make a deep run in this thing, I can be persuaded to watch what is going on on the bachelorette. Fill me in, Jason. All right, so here's the deal, um, and we'll kind of speak in generalities here because, you know, when we bring Steve on, we like the kind of overall perspective. We like the behind-the-scenes stuff. We're not a spoiler podcast. We don't do spoilers, but I will say this. I'm Steve, open to spoilers, by the way. Let's kind of start with the the, the subject. Um, Becca, one of the least interesting um, uh, bachelorettes in the, in the history of the franchise – I, I, I knew it coming in that they were going to have to have just freakery and plants and actors to get this thing going on. Um, there's an obvious plant, I think, in, in, in male model Jordan, and the we'll get into guy. him a little bit. But just in general, Steve, like how how has Becca been received as the Bachelorette? Is his is interest as low as it ever has been, or is this is this series still thriving? Uh, Ratings-wise, it's been fine for the first two episodes, basically on par, drawing close to 6 million viewers and a 1.6 rating, and it wins its two-hour time slot on Mondays. It hasn't really dipped at all. Um, With Becca in general so far, it's been positive. I think think the biggest thing that this show does and, and what they're good at is developing a narrative for someone to get behind. And if there was anybody in this franchise history to get behind, it was this girl because of that just awfully done breakup by Ari last season where we had to watch 30 minutes of 
nothing happened to them on a couch of a other than her telling him to leave and him telling and him not leaving. Should I leave? Um, yeah. So I mean, in that aspect, she's somebody that women want to root for. They want her they? to get her happy ending, so to speak. And and um, that's, the, that's the thing too, by the way. So over the over the course of two episodes, um. For some, for a show that seemingly wants her to get over it, they sure as hell do plan a bunch of things that remind her of the breakup. I mean, that date last night, the, the, the one-on-one date last night, the first one-on-one date of the, of the, of the season with, uh, Blake, I want to say, who seems yeah. like a perfectly nice dude. Um, it literally was a warehouse of reminders. It's like yeah. what this show, the show has this fake, um, you know, noble cause of trying to find somebody love and we're going to get you beyond all of this, even though they, you know, purposefully chose to deceive her and set her up for that big breakup last year. And each, each of the way through the first two episodes were reminded her of her breakup, whether it's one of the, the males reminding her of it, whether it's just a, an Ari, uh, what, cut out in the yeah. corner of a room during the rose ceremony. So I mean, it, it doesn't seem like they're doing too much to try to get her over this thing. Is it going to be a fucking all season theme? Is this what we're looking at here? Well, I think it's brought up definitely a few more times, and Ari does make an appearance oh, later on. Spoiler alert! Wow. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's no, it's it's really no different than I'm trying to think back to some past seasons, like uh, like when um, uh, Ben and JoJo. And, and, yeah, Andy showed up on Nick's season to yeah. give him advice. It's almost like, hey, Ari just shows up to give her some advice. <laughs> you know, and and they basically they just bury the hatchet and she gets her closure. I mean, it's nothing scandalous right. or major or anything. Little like that. Just, little redemption yeah. for Ari. So yeah, I I did I, I did see it. that date last night where they like destroyed um, old plasma TVs with images of Ari on them, and then, but that wasn't even the worst part. Then like after on the date. She sits down. Is is he called Blake? They have every name. They yeah, have e- every like millennial kid name on the show it's like blake and connor and garrett and colton colton yeah they're all there (laughs) so and they're all interchangeable but she sits down and and he busts out total bitch move where he's like yeah i could totally understand because i was with this girl and just you know i told her i loved her and something wasn't going right and then he's like i went through her phone and it was like a whole just a full-on bitch tactic trying to to show her that he was also jilted i would like to see him sent home quickly uh, by the way that part when he gets to the the story of how he finds out he that glosses his over break it. up on them he he was looking at her phone while she was in the bathroom yeah. i'm sure that 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 would endear you to any woman that i'm looking <laughs> at my girlfriend i'm that much of a creeper i'm looking at the phone so i know what's coming and that scene to me you know i I think break everyone's had been everyone has had breakups, and to me breakups are like a it's like a day at the golf course. It's like your fantasy football team and a bad beaten poker. It's really important to you, but the person you're talking to is just waiting for you to finish. So yeah. they tell you it's it's so uninteresting to hear two people talk about their breakups, and that's why I'm hoping to get over this fucking theme. Yeah, everyone's yeah. been broken it's up with. Lame. Obviously not on national TV, but we got to kind of move beyond this and get to some of the other shenanigans here. Yeah, I I, uh, I know that the RE theme will be brought up, you know, a couple more times, um, just because. I guess they just want to remind people what happened last season and oh, make them feel even worse for her. I don't know what the I, – I mean, I, I knew they were going to do it. Um, the date with Blake was kind of overkill. And by the way, Blake looks like Alfred E. Newman from Mad Magazine. <laughs> he does, um, totally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just – yeah, it, I thought the date last night was dumb, not just because it was Ari-centric. I just thought, okay, there are so many other things you could have possibly done on a date. Then okay, let's see, little little John was it, little Wayne or little John? I already forgot. Which which yeah, little guy? It's little John. And little John is there me? rapping. Like yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> did well, he need? Uh, did he need some appearance? I mean, obviously he got an appearance fee for that, but was it really? 
Like you could have done that whole scene with just playing music in the background of them smashing things. Why did Lil John? Yeah, I, I don't know what his significance was, and and that's what. And of course, when he when he shows up, they have to have one of the subjects on camera saying. I mean, I was just blown away that Lil John was there as well because they have to tell you who it was first of all, and yeah. then they have to act like it's a huge deal that somebody was there. But um, the group date last night that um, that kind of was, uh, you know, the rage on on the Twitter and, and Instagram was this uh, obstacle course. They go to uh, some kind of a park and saw it, loved it. What's her What's her face? The uh, former Bryant. Rachel yeah, and Rachel Ryan, Ryan were there. Yeah, and Ryan. Yet, yet again, uh, Ryan. They gave Ryan a um, a canned thing that reminded everybody that she had a breakup with R. We got that. Um, and but Rachel is is uh, introducing the obstacle course, and she had to go right to the love metaphor. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be messy. And that's symbolic of what relationships are, right? So th- th- they always yeah, they always make it. something really corny and apply it to love. <laughs> and then, as she's describing the last thing they had to do, I guess, or one of the last things they had to do was find a key with their mouth in a cake, which is disgusting. It was, and it was impossible uh, to do. They all used their fucking hands. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is what she said. If you are good with your hands, we don't care because what the mouth do. Now I had to Google. I had to Google what the what that mouth do, and I guess yeah. Lil Duval did a song about it. Shut up. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I what just assumed it, do? I just assumed it was a euphemism for um, eating of pussy. Course. Right. Oh, no, it was. Okay, it, right. it definitely, I guess the entire song is that. Right. But oh, I had right. to Google where they got it. So Lil Duval, for you people listening to this who want to Google that, is mentioned in this. Um, and then what was the other ridiculous thing that she did? Um, okay, so they, they do the obstacle course, and we're really we're introduced to this Lincoln guy who has a British accent. He's I don't from, know where like, he's Nigeria from. or something. He's African. Yeah, he's from Nigeria, but was, was born in Nigeria. Parents from Nigeria grew up in the UK. Yeah. Right. He's got a weird uh, and, accent. Yeah. And we we find out that this guy is either uh, bipolar or is just uber uber he, he sensitive. Cried, he cried like a bitch. He did. He he yeah. openly cried in front of men. Um, and this is kind of where the controversy came in, right? You have Lincoln, uh, this Nigerian guy, he cheated in the uh, in the cold feet pool. Did he cheat? I don't know if he cheated or not, but the, everyone kind of. Uh, well, this is what drives he, me crazy. He so he so part of the thing was they had to get in a pool of cold water, soak their dicks in some freezing cold water, and they and it was timed. But the timers that they use were the ones that came out of a, a, a 1983 <laughs> boggle game that were just on a table that were controlled by the contestant. How can they just not have like some clocks that are run by production? And when somebody there's a there's a PA you know off screen nearby yeah. that hits a fucking timer when these guys dip their balls in the water and then it's controlled and then a buzzer goes off and then you know you can get out of the water like how cheaply is this show made or is it that they want shenanigans like this to happen where people get pissed like he fucking cheated as as if those those boggle timers are all calibrated to exactly the same amount of seconds that's a it, good it, point it, but no I, I do think it's certainly the latter where right. they just say look yeah we'll just give them these two stupid time these these sand timers and Someone will inevitably cheat, and it'll cause some drama, and that's exactly what happened because right. Lincoln, you know, arrived at that point in the game uh, later than some of the other guys, yet was the first one out, and they all have the same sand timer. You would think, like, right. yeah. I, I can't imagine it's off by maybe one or two seconds, and he was just darting off to the next obstacle. Hey. If, you, if you're not cheating, else. <laughs> and, and, so, and then they were, but they were all using their hands on the cake. It was a fucking free for all. Like, go for it. And then one guy cried that Lincoln sort of bumped him, which I mean, it wasn't. I don't even think the ref got out his whistle for that one. It was there was a lot <laughs> of bitch tactics in that obstacle course. It's, 
So, so, th- so this guy Lincoln, the uh, softy Nigerian, he wins this thing. So he gets to take a picture with uh, with Becca, which is the source of all the controversy. Terrible photo, pic- by the way. Terribly framed, bad. Um, the subject was terrible. <laughs> like everything about it was just awful. Go on. Right. It was. It was uh, literally taken that day and printed on a digital printer and, and framed and given to her to give to him at the cocktails that night. She gives him the uh, the framed picture. He uh, he almost starts to break down looking at the picture of this woman that he just met and him. And then he goes and flaunts it a little bit, a little floss action with the other dudes. I'm sure pr- the producers. We're really like, you know, encouraging yeah, him put it to on the table. up the picture, yeah. you know, dance around. One guy took the bait, hook, line, and sinker, as one of these meatheads usually does. And the meathead Connor um, was so like peer pressured and so hyped up, he literally just threw the picture well, on the ground. No, it was it was a weak attempt to become this season's Chad. Like Chad has said every once in a while you get a contestant on one of these game shows that sets a new bar and they and they become someone that someone else wants to emulate. And this guy goes, Oh, what would Chad do in this situation? Well, he'd <laughs> fucking he'd get jacked on creatine and he'd throw this guy's picture. And that so he tried to do that. And I assume I didn't watch to the rose ceremony, but I assume that got Connor kicked off the show. Yay or no? Yay or no. No, no he's no. still there? Oh my god. Connor, no. Connor lasted. Well, Connor, yeah. Connor at the cocktail party, basically, his apology to Becca was he presented her with a uh, a framed picture of himself <laughs> from that race. <laughs> all messy, and he said, "Look, look, this is this is the old Connor. I basically shouldn't have done that. Let's do this together." And they threw it in the and they threw it in the water together. Basically, like, "Hey, that sorry, I basically completely overreacted to a stupid picture." I mean, Lincoln was dumb for flaunting it. Connor was dumb for uh, taking the bait. And it, was just, it was literally one of the worst arguments. Like, it was so dumb. One well, of the least important arguments ever. Like, who cares? It's a picture. Well, who cares? But, but Jason has a point because what did Lincoln do, Jason? He cried. Well, that, that's tears. what I'm saying. Like, Actual it tears. Was, it was, he did two things. He went right to her. Like he went bitch. right to the bachelorette to complain that Connor threw the picture out. And I think he was crying a little bit there. And like, you know, Connor was the guy who did it was an idiot for doing it. And it was, was the lamest fight in the, you know, one of the lamest in the history of the show. But I will say this. Uh, I think Connor expected a little bit of, uh, code and dignity from the guy. This, this weasel went right to the yeah. bachelorette and just told on him. And then he's seen after the date with the dudes that didn't go on the date describing how this guy threw his picture in the pool and he starts breaking down in a group full of dudes. Yeah, he cried to the dudes. I saw that part. He cried to the dudes. That's tough. Yeah, that's that's a hard one to overcome. And I'll just say, I won't attribute this quote um, but I was sitting, I happened to be watching this with a female who will go unnamed and, um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I believe the quote went something like, I am so dry right now. <laughs> so it's, I, I can't, I don't think that what these guys were doing on last night's episode was really endearing to the females watching and probably not to the female who's got to pick one of these guys. Okay, oh so here here's the deal with Lincoln um, that I just – I can't get past it in any episode that he's going to be in this season. This got broken after he – because Lincoln was one of the five guys that she met on the After the Final Rose. I think he was the first guy to come I'm, out. I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited about because I don't know what you're going to say, and it's, I'm just so pumped right now. <laughs> so this has nothing to do with a spoiler about the show, but once he came out, people that knew him were like, oh, Lincoln was on the show. That guy, the shitter. And so I'm like, wait, is, what's, what does this mean? The story got out online, and then people who know him, who worked with him, came to me about it. This, I'm telling you, I'm not making this up, and I swear to God, it's already out there. One of the tabloids has reported it. I've gotten it confirmed by three people who worked with him at, the, uh, at Oracle in uh, Burlington, Massachusetts. Lincoln... I don't know if it's a hygiene thing. I don't know if it's a culture thing. I'm assuming it's a culture thing. But when he goes to the bathroom, 
and he takes a shit. He puts his feet. He on doesn't seat. shit in the toilet. Oh, oh! He makes a nest of toilet paper on the ground. Oh my God! Shits on the ground, picks it up, puts it in the Stop toilet, it. flushes. It. Stop it! Stop it! So, so once he showed up on the after the final rose, rumors started circulating. Like, oh my God, that's the guy from Oracle that we all know. He, he's the shitter. We always called him the shitter because that's what he does. He shits on the floor in the public bathrooms, picks it up, and then throws it in the toilet. Nobody knows why, oh my but God. I can I can 100% confirm for you, three people from Oracle that worked with him at Oracle in Burlington, Mass, confirmed this story to me, and I may or may not have pictures of it. Because he – oh, oh, my God. Wow. Breaking I, news. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I just So I cannot look at this guy and take yeah, him seriously I can't anymore either now. because who shits – on the floor. Well, it's and, and picks it up and throws it in the toilet and then leaves. I mean, in the third world, there are like those floor toilets where you squat over the toilet. But I, I feel like once you come to the first world, you can adapt yeah. to our style. Yeah, you adapt. And he does it like he makes a nest. He makes a toilet That's, paper that, nest on the ground. Oh, that word nest does it is on so there, disgusting. Picks it up with toilet paper and then throws it all in the in the uh, toilet and flushes why is this, why, why is this guy shitting so much at work by the way <laughs> i mean that's that's an issue that needs to be discussed as well unbelievable no idea it's the most bizarre like we hear stories all the time and stuff gets out of these contestants once they get on the show but i mean that one to- that one takes the cake like yeah, i just don't I, yeah you can't top that by I, any that was that. not where i thought you were going i'll be <laughs> yeah, honest it's, I imagine you did yeah it took a turn that, there that to me is why we have stevie carbone on the podcast he's our insider you yeah, just don't get that now you don't, you don't get that info um, anywhere else by the way a, a quick note on the group date a lot of a lot of stuff happened um as Brian mentioned in the open, a lot of black guys are still around. And I think uh, Carbone had told us last night that Michael Strahan is listed as her, like, what? Like, uh, her celebrity crush. It's her, it's her, it's, it's her yep. before when she was doing press, before the show, right when she was named as a bachelorette, she has always admitted that Michael Strahan is her celebrity crush. She definitely okay. has a type. Anybody that watched The Bachelor from last season when um, Ross very surprisingly showed up out of nowhere. Um, you know, he's the strength and conditioning coach at Stanford. He's an ex-football player. He's a big, burly dude. And there's a lot of those types of dudes on the show. Yeah. One guy who supposedly played nine years in the NFL, I never heard of the guy. Is this Clay. the tight end? Clay? Yeah, Clay Harbor from the uh, – caught a touchdown pass from Michael Vick, caught a couple with the yeah. Jaguar. He's got nine touchdown receptions yeah. in his career. That, yeah. You know what else he's got? That NFL pension. She'd be smart to hook up with him. Yeah, but but he couldn't be a bigger dork. Yeah, he's a big, like, yeah he's he a big nerd. Football, yeah. like uh, his lines are so cheesy and canned, and he thinks he's really romantic. But yeah. another black guy on the show, Jean Blanc, Jean Blanc. He, uh, you know, a good looking dude. He looks real familiar. He, I don't know if he looks like an actor. I've seen him before. He gets the red. The, he gets the rose on that first date. And I saw a picture of, of a screenshot of this last night to you. There's a, a scene where uh, he's he moves in for the kiss or she moves in for the kiss with him in that, and her hands are folded, but they are so right, right. on his lap, right, right next close to his dick. Yeah. Like, like, like if you're gonna like for the first kiss ever. That was no. That was that was Will's. That wasn't John. Was? Yeah. yeah, it was Will's. Will. Oh, she was kissing another black guy. Yeah, it was another black guy, but yeah, it was Will's. Not. Oh, not okay. Will. Well, then yeah. I got I got I got him. I I got Jean Blanc and Will uh, confused, but I, because, because, because you're racist because they all yeah because they yeah. all look the same yeah because you're an extreme racist obviously. <laughs> the, the point is, you if for those who haven't seen it yet, who wait for this podcast and then go back and watch it on DVR, um, the wh- look at her hands as she's kissing uh, now. Will uh, it uncomfortably close to his crotch, and not uncomfortable by any means if you're receiving the kiss. But right. for for ABC TV, my goodness, well that I mean, is that, 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 pretty. That, if you're handicapping the thing, that's a tell, right? If a, if a woman, uh, Jason, you're on Tinder often. If a woman makes a lot of uh, body contact, and she's touching your arm a lot in conversation, sure. it, it's she's letting you know with a, with a physical interaction that she's into you. If she puts her hands, both of them, right next to your dick, she's letting you know she wants to see what's up down there. She wants to have a go at it. 
And she so, did it good with Wills, him. Yeah. who she ended up giving the group date rose to on right. the launch ball date. Right, so, exactly. So, yeah, so she likes him. Very interesting. And, and speaking of dodgeball, um, that okay, so I, I was describing a second group date then because the dodgeball date, uh, yeah. you know, not very interesting. They, they, they again, for the, like the second straight season or second and third season, they bring in, was it Fred Willard? What's his name? The, Fred uh, Willard. Yeah, he's – and. He must say funny things during the entire thing, but they always have him yeah. delivering maybe two lines that are uh, less than funny. He's a legend, like, but he's looking real fucking old. Yeah, what, guess, what did he say? Yeah, but I mean, no, I'm just saying that last night he didn't say anything that was overly funny. He had a joke about a new nudist colony and balls, and yeah. then he had like maybe one or two lines, and I'm thinking, I'm guessing they pay the guy. If you're going to have a guy out there because he's a comedian, you may as well give him a chance to be funny. And they completely uh, cut out anything that he possibly has to say. Uh, but that guy, Leo, kind of stars in this dodgeball thing. Um, he's an athlete. To me, Leo, I think, might be one of the plants because he, he's he got prettier hair than, than her. I love that guy. Uh, he is very well-spoken. You can tell he's got a good sense of humor about it. I don't know if he's if he's a, a real contestant in this whole thing. Um, I think to me, Jordan, the male model, is one of the more obvious plants we've seen on the show. He everything he says is a little too too perfect, or things that you would never say. He's a male model who obviously is a narcissist, um, and every single line that he says, I'm thinking in my head, damn, I wish I wish he would be a better actor because I want to believe Jordan, the male model is in the mix. Have you been given any spoiler information that Jordan is definitely not legit, Steve? <laughs> um, I've heard that he's uh, just a player and, you know. With dudes. <laughs> that I haven't heard. Oh. But, I mean, that, just that would way, shock me. I, yeah. Really would be much of a shocker. Uh, the the guy I want to go back to, though, is Leo because. Um, Love him. This one, this one, I just found out on Saturday. Oh yeah, love it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna send this right now. Leo was in soft porn. Oh, shut that's fuck okay. up. I the, the, love the, it. The text, the text is going through. I screenshotted it for you because I had to go do my homework and make sure it was him. But in 2017, if you check his IMDb page, he was on a show called. High a TV a movie called High Heel Homicide, Love where it. you basically have sex with someone and then she kills you at the end. Um, she stabs him at the end and then she writes her initial on his chest in lipstick. So yeah, but it was total soft porn. You know, no genitalia, no penetration, no money shot. None of that. Right. He um, looks like one. He looks totally. like a soft or well, porn actor. Yeah, he's got a he's got a Fabio look. So yeah. he, he he looks like he could be on the front of a romance novel. Like that's actually a really good profession for him because he fits the part. <laughs> well, the thing was when I announced Leo as a contestant, you know, while sh while filming was still going on, I knew he was an actor because he had an IMDb page and it had fifteen or seventeen filmographies on it. And I'm like. I didn't bother to go through all 17 to see if one of them was soft porn, but someone came to me this weekend and said, Steve, you realize this high heel homicide movie that Leo was in is something you would see on Skinamax at 2 a.m.? And I'm like, really? And they were like, and so I was like, can you please send me the link? Cause I just need to double check. And sure enough, 20 minutes in, he has the one sex scene, uh, and she stabs him in the chest at the very end of their sex session. Amazing. And he's done. But, uh, yeah, Leo, soft porn. Love it. I, I like him even more now. I'm really hoping for Leo to make a deep run. He's my favorite on the show. I don't see him. I mean, he's obviously a big underdog, but you never know. You just never know in these kinds of situations. What do like I think of my screenshots that I sent you, guys? I'm, I'm looking on, through them. A little blurry, but you can whoa, make it out. Whoa, doggy yeah. style. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't have the beard. Dorsal ventral. He's got, well, his hair's in a ponytail, which I don't yeah, like as much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, boobies. Yeah. So uh, we know we know that she's into uh, meatheads and athletic dudes, and uh, one of the former football players is this Colton guy. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing you have a lot of dirt on him. He um, 
he said he he told one of the other dudes last night, you know, I, I need to tell Becca something. I dated Tia. And by the way, by the way he describes his uh, encounters with Tia, it sounds like they just had a lot of filthy sex. Yeah, he just banged her for the weekend. Yeah. Tia is the uh, the Arkansas chick uh, from last season who went pretty far. I yeah. guess Colton had some kind of a, I don't, probably like a a bachelor, a loosely bachelor party um, gathering, get together with her, and they had sex. I'm sure Becca is Tia's friend. Yeah. Uh, Tia just so happens is in the tease for the next episode. So regardless of any controversy, we all I think we all knew Colton was going to get a rose because Tia's in the next episode. But Colton reveals to her. In uh, on the uh, the, you know the the cocktail post date cocktails that he indeed dated or at least went out with Tia. Now to me he did it completely wrong. If I'm in that situation, I'm like you know what I'm gonna tell her, but it's not gonna be a big deal. I'm gonna just be, loose, loosely bring her up bring her up in conversation. You know what? Uh, you and I have a mutual friend. I know Tia. She's yeah. great. Isn't she great, great, yes. great, great. And then and then then it's just over, right? You. <laughs> You you are you are on the record with her that you know her and you just move on. He's like, okay, uh, I've got to tell you something. I feel it's important. Uh, I don't want you <laughs> yeah. to be sideswiped. See? I don't want you shocked. Um, me and Tia, we went out and uh, you know we saw each other a couple of times and you know I just realized it wasn't going to happen between us, but I felt like it was really important that you needed to know. And at that point, she was already on the defensive, like, what the hell is this guy going to tell me? And then he tells her, and she does react accordingly. Like, this is a really big deal to her. I'm not sure why, but it's a humongous deal-breaker for Major. her. She's so emotional and shit. She ends up saving him, and I have a feeling the producers told her to save him. Well, because she said she was, was really attracted to him. Yeah, he's an attractive guy. So what's the, what's the, yeah. what's the dirt on Colton? Well, at the, at the second time he talked to her, the cocktail party before the rose ceremony, he gave the spiel about, look, real, you know, relationships are built on honesty and trust, and you'll always get that with me. So I guess that's his explanation for why he told her everything as opposed to the Jay Stu approach of just say, hey, I know Tia. Well, Jay, um, Jay Stu crushes, in his defense, Jay Stu crushes a lot of ass on Tinder. <laughs> so he's it, he's been through these kind of situations before, so he knows how to handle them, unlike Colton. What do we know about Colton? So Colton, I think – What's interesting is when they at the end of the first episode when they showed the this season on and they got the three minute long preview, Colton tells Becca later on this season that he's a virgin. So there's that. (laughs) So I don't think it was a weekend with Tia. And I wrote it down specifically because I was curious. I knew that they had I I knew that they had seen her. I knew that they had seen each other pre show. This was reported. I reported this back on Twitter a couple months ago, but I didn't know how this was going to play out, and I didn't know what he was going to tell Becca, and if Becca said, yeah, I already know, or whatever. But when he told that to Becca, he actually said, I was in a relationship with Tia. He didn't say, like, right. casually. He said the word relationship. So it seems like they saw each other more than once. He, he specified a specific weekend in L.A. that he basically flew her out there. But um, the deal with Colton is this. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but he had a very public relationship with Ali Raisman of the U.S. gymnastics team. Wow, what um, a pimp. He asked her out publicly on a video that he made, and somebody was interviewing Ali and said, hey, somebody left a video for you. And like during an interview, they Ali Raisman looks at a video of Colton asking her out because Ali, Raisin, Ali Raisman's uh, teammate on the U.S. team, Sean Johnson, um, her husband knows Colton, like grew up with Colton or whatever. So basically it was, hey, my buddy wants to ask you out. But he did it publicly. It made tabloid news. And Allie Raceman said yes publicly. And they dated for about six months to nine months. So basically it looks like this guy is just an opportunist. Yep. He wants to date women that are going to bring some <laughs> notoriety or give him more Instagram followers so more people will pay attention to his cystic fibrosis uh, nonprofit that he started, which great for him. I mean, I'm glad that he does that, but it still doesn't change the fact that it's it's kind of weird. Oh, and then after the breakup with Ali Raceman, apparently he was involved with Savannah Chrisley. That little hot little nugget 
from the Chrisley show that was dating Luke Kennard at NBA draft time. Oh but my anyway. God, I can't keep up with all these. So this guy, so this guy seriously is kind of jumping around to girls that, so he dates Allie Raisman. He She's hangs out with Savannah Chrisley. Yeah. Yeah. She's and hot. Debate, uh, date Savannah Chrisley. Ari season is airing and he basically slides into Tia's DMs because that's the only way he would have known to get a hold of her. And they start talking. He has a quote unquote relationship with her. And then a month later, he shows up on Becca's season. Like, this guy is, I mean, I don't know if I should congratulate him because he's really swinging a good game here. Totally. Or he's just. It's working just, for him. Or he just is clueless as to how he looks coming across, how this is going to come across to, I guess, a lot of America that it's, dude, it's obvious what you're doing here. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah you're a creeper. You were just dating Tia, Becca's friend, and now you apply, like, the application process to the show takes a few months. So <laughs> when he's seeing Tia, does he make the decision, oh, maybe yeah. he was dating Tia because he thought Tia was going to be the Bachelorette. Like, maybe that was his end game. And there's so many questions that need to be answered. Next week, I, get, I think we'll get a little more. We should, say, we should get some answers next week of exactly the timing of everything. But for the fact that this guy was seeing Tia in January and Becca's season started filming on March 15th. Right. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and Yes, and he ghosted. It was just like I'm going to go on Becca's season. Screw this. Well, yeah, yeah makes or sense. makes sense. Or, he yeah, wanted to get or, on TV. Or not even not even knowing uh, how the breakup, who who uh, instigated the breakup, or how the breakup went, it makes sense that Tia would pull her strings, get him in touch, you know, put his name at the top of the of, of the consideration list right. for the for the next casting or something. But then that's why the whole thing would be weird, right? It, Tia at this point is just as guilty as Colton is in that Becca doesn't know. Becca doesn't know last night that Tia dated her. If Tia, if Tia is a friend who's actually going to be on the show next week, why wouldn't she be like, Hey, I dated one of the cast members. I guess maybe it was a violation of the non-disclosure or something. Reeks, anyways, reeks of a uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how Becca doesn't know because Becca and Tia, if you look at their social media, while the show was airing, while Ari season yeah. was airing, hung out in Florida together, um, you know, did things together, talked and texted. Like women talk to each other. They share stories about guys that they fly to L.A. to to visit for a weekend. Like I can't believe that Becca didn't know. So that means either A, she acted last night or B, she never put two and two together that, yeah. oh, the Colton that Tia dated back in January same oh, Colton. shit, it's the same Colton that's on my season. Like, of course she knew. She had to yeah. know. It's it's impossible that she didn't know, especially considering the Ali Raceman uh, connection. Like, he, this guy's a, a known person. Right. Yeah, unless she just obviously had no idea. Because, honestly, until when Colton Underwood was told was told to me that, hey, Colton Underwood's going on this season, I'm like, okay, who's that? Who's that? And then, you know, a couple a quick Google search, and you realize, oh, okay, I kind of remember that Ali Raceman story and – and whatnot, but I don't think Becca would know that just by his name. Right. Um, somebody would have had it, and she has no, and she has no access to the internet while she's filming the show. Exactly. So then there's that. So she probably didn't know the Ali Raceman stuff maybe until after filming was over. But good. Um, yeah. So good, in, good point. In an episode filled with really lame beefs, um, the yeah. the the last beef took place during the cocktail party before the rose ceremony. And to just back up for people that don't know the season, uh, in the first episode, you had your, your typical jackass maneuvers to get uh, her attention coming out of the limo. And this dumbass David came out in a chicken suit. And um, he was a chicken suit guy. And it he says, was, like, yeah. they're all trainers, and his says, like, fitness trainer slash chicken. Which is super annoying. Like when they show their occupation, super annoying. Go on. Right. So David, David does the chicken suit in the first one. You know, and, and some of the dudes that uh, that got tossed off the first show were like, "I'm humiliated. I lost to a chicken." You know, just got lame uh, way to get her attention. But she obviously fell for it, or the producers did. This same David has the nuts, and and obviously, correct me if I'm wrong. I got the whole Will uh, Jean Blanc thing wrong. This same David has the nuts to call the the male model out for pulling a a, a a a you know a whole thing with her last night. Jordan, the male model, in some justification that makes sense to him and the writer or producer that put him up to it, said, "I'm going to take off my clothes, and when I get my private time with her, I'm just I'm going to be in nothing but my underwear," and. 
this and it was fine. I have no idea Super why gay. he did it. He never he never explained why. He just I don't I don't know why he ne- he felt the need to do it or what the strategy was. But I will say this: he comes out, it gets the attention of everybody. He you know she seems to play along with it. Um, but David is told by producers to be pissed, or he he says I'm going to be the guy in this episode who calls somebody out for not being here for the right reasons. Obviously, this naked male stripper yeah. is just here to to be a clown, and I'm going to call him out on it again. In an episode with lame beefs, this this is really lame. He tries to be articulate, and he tries to win the the battle of words, and they get into this whole thing about was it disingenuity or ingenuity, whatever the hell. The, it's really lame. Yeah. But did, did, am I the? I'm not the only one who caught this contradiction. He was the chicken suit guy, right? David, yeah. Yeah, chicken suit guy. He, he was calling another guy out for having some stupid prank <laughs> to get point. her attention. And and the whole thing didn't matter because they both got the rose. And it yeah. was a lame ass beef. Super to, lame. I think under Jordan's uh and and, and, and this is a thing with that I I'm convinced Jordan's a plant because the dude could have put his suit back on for the rose ceremony. The guy comes out in a fucking towel for the rose ceremony, which is kind of <laughs> that wasn't a towel. That was a blanket. It was a pink blanket. A blanket or whatever it was for the rose ceremony. He doesn't even put his clothes on for the rose ceremony. Come on, dude. Come on. Also, yeah. what's what's the end game there? You're a ma- you're a gay know. male model. Cool, right? Like you you have low percentage of body fat. You're like the seventeenth fittest guy on that show. Yeah. Like if you're trying if you're trying to peacock your body, like any other one of those guys could take their shirt off and look better than you instantly. Like not not uh, does it doesn't seem to make sense. And, I don't and, understand half the stuff some of these guys do on the show. Right. Because with Just to get but on this TV. guy, yeah. But obviously, Jordan is playing up. Now you can tell, being a model and the things that he has said, you can tell this guy is pretty, stu- pretty self-absorbed yeah, and stuck himself. on himself. Right. He's just taking it to the hundredth degree because he's giving them gold sound bites. Yes, use talking about himself, talking about how. He's the pensive gentleman and all this. Like, it's just so over the top. Yeah, he's the ridiculous, worst. Ridiculous where it's like he's not an actor, but you know a producer is just feeding him like, yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah, t- tell us more about right, your modeling right. career. And it's just it's, – Well, because he's a real dummy. Yeah. He's a real yeah. dummy and he doesn't know what's going to play. So he's easily molded, which is what these producers look for and which is what gets you on TV. Like if you do what they tell you to do – you're going to get you're going to do more interesting things stuff that the camera likes because these people have been putting the show together for a long time so in in that sense he's playing it pretty smart by being a real big dummy pretty much so, <laughs> so both those guys get roses so the uh i guess their quote unquote drama will be continued it was pretty damn lame um the the two other beefs got roses right connor somehow survived the the big, uh, the picture throwing contest. So Connor and Lincoln are, uh, to be continued. Um, the, the guys that got sent home were complete non-factors. Yeah. Uh, and there was a guy, this guy, Alex, who I don't remember making any impression at all in the first two, two episodes yet. He broke down considerably at the end of the episode, which is very uncomfortable. You, I, and you know what? I think it's one of those things. That Becca saying no to him isn't the reason he's crying. What what is tragic is Becca saying no to him triggered something <laughs> that yeah. re- reminded him of how much of a loser he totally. is. That's what it is. And, <laughs> and he had to take it out in front of the cameras. Um, I guess notably speaking, um, there was this guy, Mike. I don't know if he's going to become a player moving forward. He's in none of the teases. I'm not sure why he, she kept him. There's the Leo guy that we just said, the softcore porn actor um, who has long, a long, beautiful hair. Love him. He's my then favorite. Other, then there's this other long hair who has his hair on a bun who has made zero indention on the first two did episodes. The, did that guy get a rose? He, no, oh, yeah. yeah, he got a rose, but oh he had God. no date this week. He wasn't on either group date or the one-on-one. Yeah. yeah, he's a complete non-factor. Mercy so, rose. And, and you know what he does, right? Or maybe you don't. Fitness trainer. No. no. Writer for Pro Football Focus. Unbelievable. What? A blogger. Yeah. Blogger for really work, works for Pro Football Focus. You go on his Twitter account and it's just nonstop football coverage. 
Yeah. So he, and pro football focus is like the nerd analytics football. Yeah, he's a total analytic nerd of, of NFL games. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, because if you go to his cast page on the site, he's really creepy. It's an <laughs> awful picture of him. You got to look at his hair's out, and he's got. So uh, <laughs> the one good thing about him, or a funny thing about him, he went to Notre Dame, and there's a tweet. There's a uh, a tweet from I can't remember what the date was, but I used it in my bio of him. Was him in a gym, and kind of guy's got some hops. Like we're talking double pump. A double pump reverse jam in a, in, a, in a pickup gym one White time. White guy. Now, I'll have to send it to you. I'll send well, it to you. Well, they had a cast member in the initial scene to get her attention. He's a former Harlem Globetrotter, and he dunked yeah. over her. Well, he's a he's a uh, professional he's a professional dunker. What's that it, Kristen? Kristen, Kristen, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so that kind of wraps up like the first couple episodes. Yeah. I, the thing that I wanted to cover with Steve here is, and we'll wrap it up here pretty quick, and then Steve and I are going to go to Vegas to uh, stop it. Yeah, to <laughs> meet a lot. Of his buddies. Um, but hey, let's, let's get into this. Um, I heard rumblings and again, anytime I hear anything about a spoiler, I steer clear. I'm not a spoiler guy, but you might as well tell us. Did yeah. you get involved with some kind of major spoiler on this season and declined to do it or something and the TMZ ran with it? What, what's the story there? Oh, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, good, good one. Um, what happened was I had the spoiler down to the final two guys. I wasn't sure yet who had won. Uh, between the final two guys, I'm like, do you, if you want me to say their names, I will. If not, I won't. Um, but I was down to the final two guys, and TMZ actually had footage, uh, as actually had photos after the after you, you look at the pictures. It's clearly after the final rose ceremony takes place because it's Becca and the guy that she's with. They're making out. They're taking pictures with the crew because the finale this year is in the Maldives. So it's in the Maldives. The interesting thing about that whole situation was the day before TMZ sent that out, I got an email, random email from somebody that said, hey, I was in the Maldives on my honeymoon. Love that. And I and, and I have pictures of the finale. I believe it's Becca with her final guy. I have pictures of them kissing with the crew, him arriving. And I'm like, okay. But usually when I get stuff like that, when I get tips like that where people say, I have pictures – yet they don't attach the pictures in the email. They want money. It, it, they want money. So yeah. I told them, I said, look, I don't pay for information. I appreciate Can you just tell me who it is? I know who the final two guys are. Can Do you need help? Do you want me to send a picture of the final two? Is it this guy or this guy? And they just never responded. And 24 hours later, TMZ has the pictures up. So they just basically went to the – I'm guessing wow. they cut and pasted the email they sent me and just went to the highest bidder. Wow. Um, Good information so, there. I love yeah, that. I so, love that behind-the-scenes shit. So it is out there that of who she picked and the, and the, and this year like it's one thing for me to say it every year you basically just have to go off my track record and there have been times where I have been where I have been wrong but was able to correct myself but this year there's proof yeah. of who she picked because it's clear as day what the pictures are of that this person got and um yeah no I mean it, it it's definitely out there and I only had it down to the final uh two I had every I have every other elimination up to that point and then if I would have paid for the pictures, I right. would have been able to get it out there. But um, no, could you get? But no. you have integrity. You give me a, unlike Harvey give me a, Levin, give me ballpark. How much? How much do you think a pic, those pictures would go for? But what would TMZ? Pay I'm gonna for? guess. Yeah. I'm gonna guess a number. I'm gonna guess a number. I would say somewhere between seventy five hundred and ten thousand dollars. Yeah, you know what? I honestly don't know the answer. But my guess would be a few thousand. I was going to guess twenty five hundred to five thousand. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You might be right. I have no idea. I, I, what don't, I, don't know either. I don't know either. But I know that they. It was obvious by the email that I and I still have it. It's still in my inbox, and I emailed them back after after TMZ posted. I said, oh, I guess you went to the highest bidder, and they never got a response. Really? And they, but, uh, so good. You know. Um, but it wasn't. It was. It was certainly interesting to get that in the day before, and then all of a sudden, like. They didn't specify like, hey, I'm sending this out to a bunch of people. I want to see who will pay me. Right. I just responded saying, I can tell by the tone of your email you're probably looking to get paid for this. Yeah. Uh, I can't pay you, but if you could just tell me, I'd appreciate it. If you want to snap it to me, like, so you right. know I can't, you know, so you know the picture will disappear. I promise I won't post them because I wouldn't have. I just right. want, at that point, I didn't care. I just wanted to know who it was. And, yeah. And it ended up being, you know, one of the final two that I knew it was. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's just one of these things where it. Ha I mean, 
people have asked me like, oh shit, is this going to you know hurt your business or whatever? I'm like, look, it's the first time in 36 years this has ever happened where somebody <laughs> got a hold of the pictures of the final rose ceremony and posted it before the first episode even aired. If this starts happening every season, will it, will it, you know, could it affect me? I mean, yeah, but it, I don't think this, I, it, this was, t- this wasn't an inside job. This wasn't right. ABC purposely put this out there. This was a parent or this was somebody who said I was on my honeymoon and I saw yep. the pictures. Right. Somebody, so, somebody with a good camera and a long lens who happened to be in the right place at the right time and recognized yeah. what was going on. And then when you see yeah. the pictures, you're like, yeah, okay. I mean, it. It, it, it's weird because it does look like somebody got like, I don't know. It, it was almost like there's there's definitely something weird about the whole thing. But um, yeah, from what I know, um, this person just happened. They, from what they said in their email, it was, hey, I'm I'm if, on if my this show. If, if this show goes to the extent to have Becca and the guy she didn't pick making out and. Yeah. Somebody leaked those pictures to you and TMZ. I mean, yeah. that would be that would be an all timer. So let, let's uh, well, let's the, uh, to be continued, I guess. On right, that. right. Well, yeah, I, that, that, that's yeah. the thing I kind of explained was like, look, I, I trust me. There are people out there that are like, no, it's too easy. This was a plant, and I'm like, look, I don't know what to tell you, but if you're believing that this is a conspiracy and this is a plant to throw people off, right? Just just think of what you're picturing here. You're basically saying. She already got engaged to the other guy, yet they convinced her, <laughs> her husband, or her new fiance, and the guy that she already dumped, hey, do this fake photo shoot, make out with each other, take pictures with the crew, and then once this these pictures are done, oh, we're going to send this guy away who you dumped, and you can go right. back to your other guy. It's just, it's too hard to believe. I don't, I don't believe that's what happened. <laughs> good stuff, Steve. Good stuff, uh, Steve. Very good stuff. It's actually, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say... I've become a little bit interested in this season. All of a sudden, I get you get you no. get you're just going guy- to look at Lincoln differently. You're going to look yes. at uh, Leo and his soft porn career, and you'll be like, that guy was was banging a girl and then got stabbed. Unbelievable! You get you get with a guy, and we're lucky to have him, like Reality Steve, who comes on here, who gives you some background shit that no one else is talking about. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to watch the rest of that episode. I might watch next week's episode. I might watch the whole fucking season, and I might do a podcast about it. So I really, really (laughs) appreciate every time you come on, Steve. Um, Look for us to do a Cobra Kai podcast in the not-too-distant future. Jason Stewart, anything else? You've done a great job, as always, considering I did not watch the show. I got to go bat third in softball, and I, I want to say uh, see you in Vegas, Steve. Right, There's a little it. bachelor thing stop going it. on this weekend that <laughs> I'm looking forward to witnessing. Stephen, all of his glory. But, uh, yeah, I got to take off. I'll talk uh, yeah, to you guys later. Do some Insta stories. Okay. For, <laughs> for Jason Stewart, for Reality Steve, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We may black beanie, he walks in the dead of night. Only way to see him is if he's lit up by street lights. He's slightly taller than the average human height, but the shadow we cast might easily get one fright. He's peaceful, but you wouldn't know with two kids at home. He was grocery shopping, something was stolen from the other side of the store. Only quickly more.